Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of What You Like to Know. Here you'll find that we provide different perspectives on culturally relevant topics with a heavy focus on being sex positive moms and businesswomen. Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of What You Like to Know. I'm Jasmine. I'm Jessica. I'm Michelle. And today we have a fun, fun topic. We are talking motherhood, all the highs and lows of being moms. Um, Mm -hmm. So dads, don't tune us out because you need to know these things too. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure the moms can relate to most of everything that we're going to talk about today. So I'm excited. Um, Are we going to do our new thing? Oh, sorry. We're doing a new thing. So fun facts with MJ Squared. For those who do not know, first time listeners, we are MJ Squared. Jasmine, or no, wait, M, Michelle, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) Michelle, Jasmine, Jessica, MJ squared. We are officially known as that um, Mm -hmm. here anyway. So um, (laughs) we are going to give just quick fun facts about ourselves. Um, Does either of you want to go first? You should go first. Me? Yep. Oh, shit. That's okay. Uh, Fun fact about me is that I like to, oh shit <laughs> um, you, you, you don't know what fun fa- anything like these people don't know anything about you, you I know fun fact about me is that I work out six days a week religiously whoa and I feel angry when I don't and I'm a real bitch when I'm not able to work whoa out. yes and I'm right. still and I'm still not the most in shape person I know <laughs> yeah all six days that you're working out um not <laughs> I was gonna have something clever to say and I was like nope <laughs> all right Jesse okay all right fun fact about me is I have a dog and a cat oh what's their names Grizzly is the dog chases the cats and the cat is bigger than the dog <laughs> Which is amazing. It's true. true. It's true. Yeah. But Grizzly's very small. Okay. He's very small. (laughs) I love animals. Um, Hence why I'm a cat. So funny. I don't even have any cats. I had one. Not anymore. Um, uh, My fun fact. Well, first, I think uh, since no one mentioned it, they're like, why are you all dressed up? This is our Halloween episode. Halloween. Yes. I... Was late to the party. Um, Jasmine <laughs> didn't get the memo. I, no, I got it. I tried to tell her. I, 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 you know it. what it was? I got the memo. I just didn't respond to it. And this is what <laughs> happened. <laughs> so. Oh, we should also let them know, like the listeners, what we are dressed as. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, oh, yeah. Jasmine's dressed as see. herself. The I am workout girl. <laughs> yes. But I have on this nifty skull scarf. And I have a garland skull background thing. She is. She's killing it with that. Right. Simple but scary. <laughs> All right, Jesse, what are you? I am a witch from Hogwarts. Yeah. She looks like so amazing, guys. <laughs> I love it. All right. Michelle. Michelle. And I've only said it like eight times, but I'm a cat. Yeah. Um, with my lovely ghosts as my my fan club back here yeah <laughs> michelle's got the whole setup i mean mm-hmm. you you win 
you win. Whatever. I'm always going to be the extra one. <laughs> I, I, I'm sensing that and I love it. All right. I was going to be like, you're sensing it and it's annoying. I hope no, not. it's amazing. It's okay. it's what we need. We it's, love extra. Yeah. I'm all about extra. I'm Life extra so on the inside. Life is so boring. I have to like spice it up. Right. Um, Oh, my fun fact now, I guess. Uh, I have so many. Like, you're like, oh, which one should I say? And I, what should I say? And I have like 700 fun facts to say. <laughs> uh, I will say that I am obsessed with all things Disney. Uh, mm. Like, have been since I was like a teenager when I moved here. I actually, uh, my husband asked me to marry him at Disney. And uh, yeah, Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse is my favorite. I have like 7,000 Minnie, Minnie Mouse ears and like more collectibles so that my whole house is literally decorated in Disney. Kitchen, living room, bathroom, all Disney. Obsessed. Yeah. That's my fact. We've seen it. But out of Disney. <laughs> and it's great. Um, all right, cool. So that is, we're going to try this every single episode. You'll learn something new about us. So definitely let us know what you guys think. If you can relate to any of our fun facts, um, or if you absolutely hate it, let us know too. Or we- tell us a fun fact about yourself. Or do mm-hmm. that. Yeah, don't tell us if you hate it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, we welcome all constructive criticism. Constructive. Um, all right. Hence the word constructive. <laughs> Be nice to us, please. Um, all right. So icebreaker. Uh, so today for the icebreaker, we are going to um, go over some would you rather questions, oh. mom, mom edition. Um, My kids actually love that game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm learning to like it every time we play. I think <laughs> it's it's one of the better games out there, honestly. Okay. Would you rather never, oh, this isn't fair, never drink wine again or never drink coffee again? I'm not answering this one. Yes, you Why? Because <laughs> I love them both dearly. You know, it's, it's the whole point of would you rather. Oh, I'll go, I'll right. go first because mine's easy. I don't I drink know. anymore. So I'm going to give up the wine and stay with the coffee. <laughs> well, mine's pretty easy as well. I don't drink coffee. So oh, shit. I'll take the wine. <laughs> it wasn't a good one. All right. Well, I'm, I'll give up. I'll, mm. <laughs> I will give up wine. Wine. I'll give wine. up wine. <laughs> wine. I'll give up wine. Um. All right. Would you rather breastfeed your kid until they're 16 or have them completely stop aging in mind and body at two years old? Oh, my goodness. What That's is, terrible. What is, right. Both That's options the are point garbage. of would you rather. Jeez oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Louise, you're going to get the kid messed up either way. Right. 16 16 i'd rather him i'd rather him be two and for the rest of his life than to breastfeed until he's 16 like you would have so that means no you, he will be you will literally just have a toddler I, for the rest of your I, life i, I, I think i'm i, I think i'm gonna secretly to breastfeed <laughs> i think i'm gonna do that too because i'm just, gonna i'm no one's gonna know you gotta though. grow up you gotta grow no up i can't do it okay all right. I mean, don't say goodbye to your boobs. No nips ever again. Listen, I'll get a well, you job. might as well say goodbye to your boobs if you got a two-year-old for the rest of your life. What does that have to do with my boobs? He's not breastfeeding. You ain't going to be doing anything for the rest of your life with a two-year-old, okay? <laughs> uh, okay. Um, would you rather... Oh, no, I don't like that one. 
Uh, would you rather your child be the reason his or her team always loses or the reason his team always wins because he or she cheats? Loses. <laughs> loses. Be- because I mean, yes. Maybe loses. my kid was already like that at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. I won't even say which kid it is. I'll just be like one of them. <laughs> They'll know if they ever hear this. My kids will know, but maybe everybody else won't. Okay. Right. That's fair. That's fair. I, yeah, I think I would rather they just, because I mean, you can find a new team. You can leave the team and find something that you're good at. That's what we did. <laughs> or find someone where they're, someone's worse than you on the team. Or that. Yeah. Jesse, what about you? Oh, I'm all for um, cheating. The no, I'm just no. <laughs> you, and I was about to repeat after you too. <laughs> okay. No, yeah, I'm definitely for my team, my child being the loser of the team. You know, it sucks, but you know, somebody has to do it, right? Somebody's got to be the loser. Um. <laughs> all right. Would you rather have your toddler cut their own hair? Or have him or her cut your hair? Cut their their own own hair. hair. (laughs) Yes, I agree. (laughs) Both of my kids have done that. (laughs) Really? Really? (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay. My kid took a chunk. He took like literally from here and he cut right at the very bottom. And he had a bald spot right in the middle (laughs) of his head. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um, I couldn't imagine. Okay, we'll do one more. Um, would you rather, oh, I like this one. Would you rather drink everything from a baby bottle or wear diapers for the rest of your life? Drink everything from a baby bottle. Wear diapers for sure. I thought about wearing diapers now anyway. With my oh, bladder. that's that's tough. Is it really? Yeah. Ooh, you like, can't drink coffee from a baby bottle. What about hot beverages? You don't drink you anything. Can drink- and do you yes, know how you small that you hole drink? is? All right, it'll take you forever to drink. Yeah. Would you? Could you imagine going for coffee with somebody or beer, and, like or like alcohol? Like, let's go get a drink. Oh, a could shot you imagine a going anywhere with anyone saying, "Oh, let me go change my diaper real quick." <laughs> hey, it didn't say you had to go in the diaper. It just said you had to wear one. <laughs> that and it, you don't have to tell anybody that you're going to change your diaper. It's true, and no Goodness. one's gonna know. No one's gonna no, know except for your know. significant other or you whoever's in bed with you. <laughs> Urinary Listen. incontinence will be ratified <laughs> after all this. Okay, I guess. No, I I'm all for diapers. Yeah, I'm, I'm going diapers too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> we, they, now they know a little bit more about us and our yeah. preferences. Um, yeah, right. you guys will be shitting for for the rest of your life <laughs> on yourselves. And I'll be a little parched. I just said, I don't have to go in it. I just have to fashion it. Right. And I think <laughs> diapers are, they have a bad. Jasmine's like, I definitely don't want to go to the bathroom anymore. No, I, no, right. I will go in a diaper. I'm not ashamed. I've gone to the bathroom in much worse places. Trust me. So, like there's uh, stories there. Uh, no, there's, so. yeah. I have a really, a very weak bladder and especially when I drink. So yeah, no, if I gotta go, it's happening. Um, all right. Where, (laughs) where do we start with motherhood? Highs and lows. Um, do you guys want to start with pregnancy or is that a different topic? 
because that brings you into motherhood technically you're a mother as soon as you're pregnant in my opinion yeah how how was your guys' pregnancies easy um i had one pretty good one and one where i was hoping it would expel itself from my body at any moment (laughs) because i was over it was that your second one i heard that the second is like it was okay (laughs) okay that that is what happened with me as well i mean they were both pretty easy though the first Mm -hmm. two the the last one i mean i mean that was pretty easy too i can't I, i had pretty easy you know pregnancies i i was and we're other. talking pregnancy not the birth right like right you think pregnancy? Yeah. okay yeah no, i mean I was, my, the births were pretty easy for me too so yeah. you know they got they came out quicker each time that's what i hear yeah my first one uh the pregnancy i felt like i was like a queen i was glowing and i love my mm. little bump and <laughs> i was like i was like really young too i think i was like 23 not really young but young for me anyway I guess and <laughs> I, I look like I always look under my age so when I was pregnant with my first son I used to have people be like I used had an old lady in the grocery store be like oh you poor thing you you pregnant teenager are you gonna finish school and I'm like oh lady I'm married and out of college <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah and then my younger son was like it was a hot mess like it was just I was yeah it was a lot. It was rough. I was, I was glad it was he was out when he was out. I I only have mm. one and pregnancy was easy and uh the birth was even easier. I am lucky. And I think that's why people are like apprehensive because you hear that. Like the first one, if your first one's like super easy, the next one won't be. And I'm like, mm, that would suck because he set the, the bar really high. He like he flew out. I told the nurse like, hey, I don't even think I saw a doctor, to be honest, which also sounds concerning. Um, but yeah, like I'm like, hey, he's coming out. Something's happening down there. And she's like, no, you're you're not far enough. Uh, um, and I said something. And then she's like, whoa. And he just flew out right into her hands. <laughs> it, man. I, I promise. I swear I didn't push at all. He just came out. And I was like, see, I told you something was going on in there. (laughs) You didn't believe me. (laughs) Yeah. So that I'm super thankful for that because I hear like horror stories. Like some people get really like throw up the whole time and can't eat the whole time. And I could eat. I didn't really vomit much. I was nauseous a lot. Um, and I craved Dr. Pepper and that was it. I mean, it was in coffee. I couldn't drink as much coffee, which was unfortunate, but um, probably for the best um so pregnancy so we don't have any horror stories with our pregnancies I mean I, I mean had, I okay go ahead go ahead no, I was just gonna say like I got the flu and got dehydrated and really bad with uh, my second one like throwing and I was like nine months pregnant I was like at the end it was like eight mm. or not nine it was like eight months pregnant and I was just like barfing and barfing and oh. I had a fever and you can't take anything but like Tylenol and I got so bad that like my husband was like, we're going to the hospital. And I found out that I was like super dehydrated. And um, but I mean, I had that and then I was I had nausea. I didn't throw up in the beginning, but I had like wicked nausea. Mm-hmm. I couldn't I decided I was just like, I'm not eating anything. I had I like lived on saltine crackers for like forever. And um, then I was like huge. I was like big as a house. And I know everybody thinks that. But like everybody I talk to people who don't know me, people who do know me twins <laughs> I, I had one lady go oh, multiples and i'm like no no just one 
one, just one. And they're like, no. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, don't fight it. Was it just the amount of fluid or was it him, the size of your... He wasn't huge. He was... He was um eight pounds seven ounces, so oh, yeah. not like crazy big. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jesse? What was you gonna? What were you gonna say? Um. Well, I had a bit of a hiccup towards the end with my son when I was mm-hmm. pregnant with my son. Um, I was having sex, okay, and then all this blood, like blood everywhere, just oh god, whole bunch. And we went to the to the hospital and they sent me home. And it was just like, oh, it's, you know, honestly, I don't even remember what they said it was. Yeah, it's it's nothing to worry about. He, you know, I wasn't dilated or anything. And this was actually, he was actually due May 27th. And I had him June 8th. I believe this was around June 4th or something. And then I had him a few days after that. Mm-hmm. They say the number I, one thing to induce labor is sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, I don't know that's... what induced blood though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, like that's maybe pretty that's traumatizing. Just a couple days after you had him, I don't know. It was definitely traumatizing. I was scared, like really scared. But yeah, you know, crazy. when I got to the hospital and they checked me out and they, everything was fine, you know. So, mm-hmm. what yeah. about so post births were relatively uneventful? No. Oh, I I was I was in labor with my oldest son for eighteen hours. Oh, and goodness. two, two or three, two or three of those hours, I think I don't remember, were like solid pushing, just, just pushing, oh, telling me goodness. to push and to push and to push and to push. And yeah, it was a lot. That's crazy. <laughs> it was like, oh, so, so I, I feel like you were in labor. With oh, I was definitely for, in labor for a I, very I long time. Left and came back and left. Right, and I was in labor. I think with my oldest, I was in labor. I want to say like close to twenty four hours in labor, and I was pushing for probably about two to three of those hours. My second, I was in labor a little less than that but still close to it and I pushed a lot less with her though so Mm -hmm. I didn't have to I didn't push as long with my third though I mean I was in labor a while as well Mm -hmm. but she came out in like 30 seconds yeah and that was it my younger one was much better both my kids I had to be induced like my body was just like you're gonna be pregnant for life (laughs) <laughs> um so i had to be induced for all of mine I, i've never experienced my water breaking me neither That's well crazy. i did but it was like at the hospital so well yeah right yeah. right they broke it for yes, me yes yeah. yes i mean cool. i always wanted to actually experience like my water breaking on you its wanted own to pee your pants in public yeah that's like a Genuinely thing for you. Did. <laughs> I, but uh, never well, got to experience it. I experienced my water breaking while I was eating, yeah. eating a salad on my couch. <laughs> and then it happened. And I was like, wait, can I finish my salad? And my mom's <laughs> like, you should go to the hospital. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, that's- yeah. But my younger son just like, I think I was in labor for like three hours. And he was popped out and like, less than 30 minutes so i think yeah. i pushed like twice or three times and he out and came that's wow. crazy that's crazy the difference 
and and just labor in general. I yeah. so I know afterwards was when I had the most difficulties. I had post eclampsia. I was in the hospital for like mm. five days afterwards. The hospital was horrible. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say who who it was, but it's fine. Um, worst experience <laughs> of my life. I had to check myself out because I told them like they're the reason my blood pressure was going up. I need to work out. I need to be at home with my dogs. I like. So I actually checked myself out. They're like, you are going to have to sign a waiver because you could have a heart attack when you leave here because your blood pressure is so high. And I was like, okay, I'll risk it. And um, yeah, I checked my, and I don't advise that to anyone, (laughs) but I did because I feel like I know, I knew my body. And as soon as I got home, I bought the little blood pressure cuff. They sent me home with different blood pressure meds and all that stuff. And I monitored it. I was like fine the next day, went for my, mm-hmm. my follow-up and they're like, you don't have to take the meds anymore. You're good to go. I'm like, yeah, no, this hospital was stressing me out. The the <laughs> being in that enclosed space with no fresh air and I hate the smell of hospitals. It was the whole afterbirth experience was like the worst for me. I was just like, I, I hate this. I'll probably, I want to do an at-home birth the next time. I, I feel like that would be more up my alley if I could find the right people to do that. And, you know, get pregnant again. <laughs> that's a requirement. <laughs> that's a requirement. You might need that part. <laughs> it, might, it might be uh, a critical part of that. But, okay, so that's cool. Um, what else motherhood-wise? I mean, we've we've now had our children. <laughs> this is where the fun part starts. Yeah. <laughs> now, now they're here. Now they're make here. Make sure they stay alive. <laughs> that's, oh, mm-hmm. that's a good segue, Michelle, because... Um, <laughs> That's the scariest part. How many, I mean, how many times have you dropped your kids? Tell me. Have you done it once? Um, When they were babies, I dropped both of them on the floor. (laughs) Um, Well, actually, one of them, one of them rolled off the couch onto the floor while I was sitting right there. That's how awesome I am. Yep. No, it's happened um, to me too. The other one, I was sleeping in bed with him and he rolled onto the floor. (laughs) so I was like on a hardwood floor too so I was like oh my god I killed my baby (laughs) yeah so the floors are different here in Florida man that's one thing that we've experienced in living here is that the tile is a huge thing down here uh naturally because you know I'm sure water and all that good stuff um Mm -hmm. so that was one thing that like is terrifying because the floors are so much harder than what I what I'm used to. Um, So when I specifically bought a rug to put in my living room after I realized that he would fall at some point, like I I just went out and bought the rug because I said, he's going to fall. So let me cushion it. And he fell probably shortly after I purchased that rug. So um, he's fallen multiple times actually, which is why he's so strong and <laughs> and resilience now because he's been through. A, yeah, no, Jesse's been through it too. I know. Yes, I actually just took my youngest to the emergency room because she hit her head so hard on the floor just recently. Mm-hmm. I mean, like mm-hmm. it literally. I felt like her head bounced <gasps> on the floor. That's so scary when she hit her yeah. head. And we took her to the emergency room. This was literally what, like a week and a half ago. Yeah. Oh my was, God. Yeah. It yeah. Awesome. And you she, know, they didn't do anything. She does fall a lot too. She does. She does. She falls a lot where it's like, but it's like, what are you going to do? I, she Sometimes I feel like she does it on purpose. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I feel like she really just does it on purpose. She, but you know, she's fine. Yeah. You know, right. <laughs> babies are resilient. Like that's they one are. thing that I've learned is like you. I think as parents, we freak out, and especially like when you're a first time mom. I don't, I'm sure it doesn't get any easier, but first time I'm like, shit. I'm 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 surprised I've not broken him yet. Like it's and it's not anything that I'm doing. It's just like he. Yeah, life. Yeah, right. Life. Exactly. Literally, literally life. <laughs> literally makes you feel like, oh shit, I should be doing something differently. But then it's like, yeah, you can't mm-hmm. really. That's one thing I've learned. Is you can't really prevent. You can't prevent everything. That's that is right. Really you can't put them in a bubble. Nope. Mm-hmm. No bubble boys here. Um, right. For <laughs> those who know that movie. Um, <laughs> okay. What about? Uh, what is the biggest difference between, or is there a, a huge difference between first time mom, second time, Jesse, third time? Is there, is there a huge difference? Cause I can only, well, we have all three difference. here. We have all three here. Mm-hmm. You're, Jasmine's the first time I have two, Jesse has three. Yeah. So Jasmine, you go first. Let's go in order. I don't have anything to compare it to, but I will say, um, I, my son is only, he's about to be three in a couple of weeks. And I have learned to give myself so much grace when it comes mm-hmm. to, to being a mom, because I feel like we are so hard on ourselves. And even oh when God. you are giving 200%, you're like, oh, I could have done that better. Or I could have prevented this by doing that. It's like, my thing is like, I have learned to just say, you know what, I'm trying. So so all that matters mm-hmm. is that I'm trying and my intentions are are pure. And I I think with us, with more kids, I don't, I don't think it'll get easier, but I'm sure you guys will tell me, but I don't think it'll get any easier because I feel like it's still another human being that you're like, oh, if they're screwed up, if they go mass murderer and crazy shit, then you're like, you, I mean, oh, you have to kind of look at yourself a little bit. I mean, you oh, absolutely. You got to look at yourself. Blame yeah. myself. I'd probably be like, <laughs> fuck, what did I do? Is it the floor? I don't know. I mean, I probably <laughs> that time her head bounced off the floor. <laughs> right. So I feel uh, like that was, that's my biggest thing is that I've learned to like, take a step back. It's like, Hey, don't be too hard on yourself. You're trying. And honestly, a lot of times I feel like my son cares a lot less about how things turn out than I do. Like, I'm like, oh, I want his birthday to be perfect. And he's like, box. Ooh, love this. Yeah. I don't even care what's inside. Yeah. I just like, yeah. So I think that's one thing that I've I've learned for sure. Michelle, you have um, two, so. I have two. Yep. And my two are five years apart, actually. I have um, an infertility disorder. So uh, my first son, it took me a year to get pregnant with. And my second son, it took five years to get pregnant with. Um, So with my first son, it was kind of like I was very, very educated on everything. I had read the books. I had the the little cheesy what to expect when you're expecting. And, you know, um, I was very careful to make sure that I was doing all the proper things and um, and he was like, almost like my little bubble boy sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you don't know, he was my first baby and I don't know, I'm an only child. So I kind of looked at him and I was like, Oh, I'm not like my little only child. And he was for five years. Yeah. And then, um, and then with my second son, I joke that I just, I go and I went into survival parenting. Like <laughs> it was the exact opposite. Like I was like, just trying to get by yeah. and, uh, like, I had postpartum depression with my second Mm. son and um, 
all kinds of like really crazy anxiety because of it. And I had to go to therapy and be on meds. And I learned through that, that like exactly what Jasmine said, as much as the things I think that matter don't really matter um, as much as they do. So I just learned to literally, I, I have a very casual parenting when it came to that stuff. So like the, I used to be like, don't eat that off the floor. There's like 5,000 germs. And I was like, uh, it hasn't been on the floor that long. You can eat it. Like, I right. like build the immune system. Immunity. You know yeah. Immunity. Like I, I, there's so many things I could care less. I was very much about my kid, like having a shirt and shorts and socks and shoes when he was a toddler going out. And now I'm like, you have a shirt on, you're good. Like a shirt and a diaper where let's go out the door. Like everything was just like, let's just get by and like not stress out and have a happy life because they don't care as long as they're having fun and you're happy, they're happy. So I was like, I just let everything kind of like everything just flow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nope. That that makes sense. Jesse, what about you? Um, I feel like certain things get easier. You know, mm-hmm. obviously you're still raising an, a human, you know, mm-hmm. and taking care of another human. So I don't think that part of it gets easier. But I think, I think like Jasmine kind of was saying, you kind of give yourself a little more leeway, a little more room to not be, I don't want to say perfect, but not, but make mistakes. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And not beat yourself about up about those mistakes that you do make, you know? Yeah. Um, there's no right way to parent. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I definitely also believe because like I'm doing it again so much later than my two older children. Like I'm very different in how I'm parenting my third than I did my first two. That is, I think that, do you want to remind everybody how old just so they can see like I have a 15 year old son 11 year old daughter and a one and a half year old daughter yeah so she started completely over all right Uh (laughs) 18 more no I'm just kidding no I think that there is I I always joke like man you started all the way over like from yeah yeah you were so I say it to myself quite often but I also don't remind me (laughs) I also feel like that gives you a lot of insight though that it helps yes that's what I'm saying I feel like I'm so much I'm way different I'm very different now than I was you know back then right and and right I mean and technology's come a long way so like there's a lot of a lot of uh, yes I mean when you think 15 years ago crazy I know how far yeah I know definitely um yeah and I always feel like an old lady with my kids with some of this stuff I'm like I was so excited I'm like my baby my baby monitor is a monitor that I can like hold with me in the kitchen and they're like I got mine on my phone I could watch them at work and I'm like what we used to just have the speakers right yeah yeah you couldn't even see like yeah technology lady it's crazy I so I always mm-hmm. I similarly parent my dogs that way actually when it comes <laughs> I swear so I'm not listen this may be yes. an unpopular opinion but I feel like having dogs and I have three dogs having dogs is very similar to having a child and now so I've always felt that way but now that I actually have a child I feel validated in feeling that way because it is like having a toddler but you know, forever until they get old and then, you know, you get another one or whatever. But 
I, I parent my child a, a very similarly to how I raised my dogs. And I, this probably is not going to make any sense, but it makes perfect sense for me. And I feel like it's pretty fucking effective. Give me an example. Uh, I, so um, one thing <laughs> she's like, elaborate on that, please. So I, I want to be like, able to picture it. Well, so for for example, with I'm trying to think of a of a good one. Um, with my dogs, I I it's clear communication and follow up, right? So with my dogs are very well trained, I like to think, and the way. <laughs> looking like please I, I'm listening uh, I'm all, so, I'm all so, <laughs> so my dogs are very well trained so I think when you want them to behave in a certain type of way positive reinforcement is very I mean it's necessary and it's very effective in that so if I want and this is I obviously don't tell my kid to go sit and stay but if I tell my dog <laughs> I well depending on the day. Right. Um, Sometimes. <laughs> on accident. <laughs> on accident when I'm at, I confuse them. I've got a lot going on in my house. Um, but if I want my dog to behave a certain type of way, I tell them to do that behavior. Once they do it, I let them know that is that's good behavior. That's exactly what I want. And you reward them. You you do, I do, I'm gonna speak just for myself. I do the same with my with my son. If he when we leave, for example, if I leave out of a store and he was really, really good at the store, he was not because that's a that's a win in my book. Um, if we make a store trip and he does not spaz out, scream or embarrass me, I walk out of the store and I'm like, you did really good for me. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Like I let I positively reinforce that behavior. And I I promise you, I've had dog, my dogs are all old. So I've had dogs my my entire life, and I definitely have carried that over into the way that I parent because I do think that it's effective if you let, and that's with any relationship really not just parent parenting but if you allow if you let the person that you are with or the relationship that you're in whether it be a parent or a significant other if you positively reinforce the behavior that that you're wanting to see then it's more likely that they're going to to reenact that behavior and they're going to continue to do it so that that's what i mean by that is it, it's very similar in that way the positive reinforcement works uh the follow up and follow through works um, I also, uh, I use that in my work life as well. When I manage a group of people, same thing, people, I mean, people, you just got to tell people that they're doing the right thing when they're doing the right thing and they'll. Okay. So I have a loaded question then. Yeah. So when your dog does something bad that they shouldn't be doing, what do you do? I tell them that they should not do that. No, that's, I mean, it's the same thing for me. Like I, my dog will get a timeout and my son can get a timeout. Same exact thing. <laughs> I, I kid you not. And it, it truly does work because now my dogs are old and hard of hearing. So they don't listen as well as they, as they used to, but I would get compliments on how well-trained my dogs are. And I've never taken them to a trainer. I've never went through any of that, but it's really just, I mean, I've also worked with animals for most of my life as well, but um, I I've never done that. So the negative 
stuff, if they do something that I that is not favorable to what I want them to do, or they and they oftentimes will know, just like kids, the dogs will look at you and say, shit, I did that, but I was hoping you wouldn't notice or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I do the same exact thing. They they get time out. My dogs, they get a time out in a cage. Not my son, though, guys. Don't, I don't. <laughs> he actually will put himself in a cage if I let him. Um, <laughs> but just make that clear. Don't go calling anybody. I'm not putting my son in a cage or anything. But Timeout, I think, works the same exact way where you give them time to, to reflect. I would put my son um, in his room or on his bed and I will tell him, I'm going to give you time to actually think about this. I'm going to give you some time to yourself because clearly something's not working. Something's not working right up there when he and Jesse could. I mean, she's been there, too, or she's she's witnessed me do this, too, where he's spazzing out and he's screaming and he's crying. I said, do you need some alone time? Okay, you can go sit, you can cry and get it out. And then we can, we can talk about it. And he's only, like I said, about to be three. And I have conversations with him like he is much older than that, because he can actually understand it. And I think, I think people don't give kids enough credit for what they can understand and retain. And if you treat them like an infant, like they don't understand, then I think they, they take advantage of that and they'll act as such. But I treat him, I talk to him regularly, like I would talk to any other adult Minus the cussing, because I try to, I'm working on my potty mouth, but um, (laughs) I talk to him like he's just, I mean, he's, he, he can comprehend a lot of the stuff that I say. So I can, I, like I said, it's unpopular opinion, but I definitely think having pets, it's not the same. I will say that a hundred percent It's a hundred percent, not the same, but it is. I was going to make that clarification whenever you got done speaking. Yeah, no, like, it's definitely. I not agree the same, with you a hundred percent on different yeah. aspects as far as you know the discipline and all of that. I agree a hundred percent, but it definitely is different. It's yeah, no, it's still, not the same. Because a lot of people like to say it, it's the same thing, and I'm you know not one to agree. Yeah, with that. I I um when it comes to discipline, which I probably could do a whole episode on discipline. That, but when it comes yeah. to discipline, I have um been ridiculed actually like mom ridiculed because I have the unpopular um, outlook of being a very stern authoritative authoritative figure Mm -hmm. and um, while I'm very friendly and I have fun with my kids I am by no means like their their best friend I am their mom and my job is to make sure that I raise my boys to be upstanding young men and so therefore I am kind of strict and I am not afraid to raise my voice to them in front of other people because they need to understand that no matter where we are, the behavior that you currently have is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And um, I get a lot of, uh, not a lot, but I've, I've had a lot of those like tilting nod heads or people like look the other way because they're like, can't believe she's like doing that. But, and some people are, are different and I, I don't shame anyone who does the opposite way. Who's like yeah. very much more gentle with their kids. But for me, like my kids respond well to someone who's going to say, this is how we behave. Mm. This is your expectations and you will meet these expectations or you don't want to have, like, you don't want to be grounded. Like, you know, yeah. there are consequences to doing things the wrong way. Like when my son was a toddler, he put up a screaming fit in the, in the store. Right. And, um, he were, we were walking and I said, I said, you stop crying or I'm going to leave you here. Mm-hmm. And I literally left him in the aisle and I walked away. I was literally at the end of the aisle and I could see. So like, no, one's going to take my kid, but like, 
I was letting no, him know, like, to take a screaming kid anyway. Right. <laughs> I was like, a good point. But I, I was letting him know, like, it's not, I'm not going to try to shut you up. I'm not going to bribe you with a toy. I'm not going to mm-hmm. cater to you. None of these things. Like, you want to cry? You, you stay there and you cry until you're all done. And so I went to the end of the aisle and I pretended like I was like looking through a magazine or something. And eventually he came back over to me and he's like, I'm sorry, mommy. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I was bad. And I'm like, is that how we're supposed to behave? And he's like, no. And I'm like, are we going to be better? And he's like, yes. And so then like, that was it. So yeah. everyone's yeah. parenting style is different. And I try, because I was critiqued when I was young, like I try not to do that to anyone else, even if I disagree with their parenting. It's very hard. Let me tell you, because when I'm out in public and I, there are kids that are just like, like ripping their own parents, a new one, like little kids, just like screaming at their own parents about how bad they are. I so badly want to say something to that kid. But like, I I take a deep breath and I'm like, it's not my place. And I just sit here and I'm like, "Mm -hmm." mm-hmm. But yeah, so I don't know. And you walk past and kick them down and then keep going. <laughs> I want to trip the kid and be like, mm, what happens? I don't know what happened. <laughs> Jesse, what about you? Do you have any anything to add to that? Uh, not not so much. No. No, I'm the same way. I I just did that yesterday at Walmart through a fit because he wanted a toy that I I went there to get his Halloween costume he saw a toy or something and this was a quick trip this was literally that was my only intention and he wanted this toy and I'm like no like we're getting your Halloween costume he threw the biggest fit and I am the one that I'm checking out I'm like I don't I am not embarrassed by my kid crying exactly Exactly. I don't get it I'm not the one that's oh I'm gonna give him this to shut him up because I that again it's reinforcing that behavior, in my opinion. Again, a mm-hmm. dog training. And like, oh, someone, someone's like, oh, don't you care that everyone's staring at your kid? Nope. And you, I'm like, no, I, I really don't. <laughs> not I don't even care a little at bit. All. No. I don't care at all. It's like, if you're a parent, you get it. If you're not, shut the fuck up. I don't care. Like, Walk by. Yeah, no, I <laughs> definitely am one that it's just like, I'm not going to bribe you with, with a toy. And yeah, so um, I can relate to that for sure. All right. So I had, I was on, I'm on this uh, Facebook group that is it's all things amazing it literally talks about literally everything and it's the most supportive group I've ever been a part of on Facebook and there was a thread that somebody posted today that I was like this will be an interesting topic and if you guys don't want to discuss it then we can just move forward but I thought it would be interesting so this lady had posted like um everybody's opinion she said do you think it's safe for or do you think yeah. Do you think it's safe for me to, or for someone to leave their seven, basically it's a seven-year-old kid that gets home off of the bus. Um, and there's a 15 minute gap between the time that the kid gets home and the time that the, the mom gets home. It's, they live in a duplex and the kid has a phone that she contacts the the mom when she gets off of the bus and um, into the house. And then the neighbor in the duplex um listens out she doesn't she's not there but she she agreed to like I'll listen out and make sure like I don't hear anything suspicious blah 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 the kid's seven years old um there were 200 comments under this post and it was it was all very I mean and you had obviously your crazy ends of the spectrum of oh my god I'm calling child protective services like uh, like whatever but what's your do you guys want to offer an opinion of um Jesse, go ahead and, well I will say you don't know someone's situation. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like, honestly, I don't think anyone m- like makes the choice to be like, I'm going to leave my seven year old at home alone if they had, you know, an option not to do that. Well, mm-hmm. I, I can't say anyone, but it was in my opinion, I wouldn't do something like that unless it was something that I had to do. Mm-hmm. You know, if it was something that, you know, if I like if you're working and you get home 15 minutes after your kid's bus. Usually you you can't do anything about that. That's just how, you know, life goes. So I think that if everyone is doing their part and being safe about it, I do not see a problem with it. You know, I I wouldn't necessarily want to do that myself. But at the same time, if I had to, I you would, because, really you know, obviously, you, you know, wouldn't have yeah. much of a choice. Yeah, I I try re- like I said I try really hard not to judge because I, in learning being a mom I was judged left and right. And mm-hmm. um so you really don't know anything about the situation like Jesse said or like maybe this 7-year-old is way past their maturity level mm-hmm. and like maybe they're the the really super cautious kid who very much knows how to go inside and lock the doors and don't talk to anybody and do your homework. Right. And like, by the time you're home, they're still sitting there doing homework. Like you have no idea. I think it all depends on the child. Like my young, my youngest, I probably wouldn't leave him alone just because I'm not confident that he would just sit there and do homework. <laughs> I don't know what he would do. Whereas my older mm-hmm. son, when he was seven, he was afraid of his own shadow. So he would definitely go inside and stare at the door until I got there. <laughs> so I think it just depends on the kid and the situation for sure. So I don't think, mm-hmm. I think your instinct is to jump, be like, oh my God, you're leaving a seven-year-old alone. Like but you, we have to learn to like take a break and breathe and like mm-hmm. see what yeah. everyone's going through. Right. Yeah. No, I had this, I had the same opinion. The first comment, of course, the first comment that I saw was the person that was like, absolutely not. I, if I saw that, I would call CPS and it's unacceptable and unsafe. And everybody's like, whoa, calm down. <laughs> like, you, I mean, you took it, you took it to an extreme. I do think it's not, it's not something that you would naturally choose to do. Like if you did, like Justin right. said, if you of had course. an option, then obviously I wouldn't do that. But at the same time, a lot of the comments did say um, what you touch on, Michelle, as far as like the maturity level, it depends on the kid because there are some kids that are truly very mature. Like uh, Jesse's daughter, she's way more mature than any 11 year old that, that I, well, I guess I don't know that many 11 year olds. <laughs> But what I would, Wait, what I, know I would you mean, imagine, um, any eleven-year-old to be because she's I mean, more she's, mature than my fifteen-year-old. Don't okay. Don't let him hear you. I mean, it all, it is. True. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just I'm sorry. I'm sure he knows. <laughs> right. Like, right. Probably in his room. Like, yep. She. she right. <laughs> yeah. Well, my <laughs> older son is thirteen, and everybody thinks he's like sixteen or seventeen. Yeah. And mm. Nobody thinks that he's in middle school. So yeah, it's just it's. It's how they are. I don't know how they're. Yeah, no, it definitely. I think it definitely depends on the, depends on the kid. And then also, um, crap. Oh, that thing happened where I had a thought and then it just like went away. Oh no, it's gone. Uh, (laughs) Oh, I will tell you. Um, and when you when you think of your thought, interrupt me, please. But I had this very (laughs) similar situation happen to me with um my son. There are times when so my husband works from home. I work in the office. Um, my eight-year-old gets off the bus and he walks a very short distance home and my, my husband is there. Um, or my grand, uh, my grandpa is there, my dad. 
Um, my grandpa, not my grandpa, my, his grandpa is there. Um, so on the days that my, uh, every now and then my husband has to go into the office. So then we're both in the office and just grandpa's home. But the only problem is a bunch of the days during the week, grandpa is going to take my older son to gymnastics. Mm. So then there's no one at home. So I made an agreement with um, a neighbor a few doors down that has a little girl who also rides the bus. I said, hey, there is about a 30 minute gap where I'm, there's no one for, for my son. Can he come over? And she's always like, absolutely, come on over. And so, you know, like maybe there are other, you have to like think outside the box if you're not yeah. comfortable with like leaving your kid at home. Yeah. No, but I, sometimes I, I would argue that it's probably safer for your kid to be at home than with a friend, you know what I'm saying? Or at a neighbor's house or it depends I, on like, the I would feel more probably, comfortable. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I, I know more comfortable so. because like, <laughs> like I have cameras in my house. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, so I can watch That's... you and I can see what's going on. That's Whereas cool. you're at a friend's yeah. house. I don't know anything besides if I call you and if you have a phone, or call the friend. And for me, I honestly would feel more comfortable with my children in my home than in someone else's home when I'm not around. Yeah. No, I, I, that's, that's what I was going to say. Technology. I feel like technology has come so far where like I have uh, cameras outside and then I have one camera inside. So Mm -hmm. I, I agree where it's like, I would feel, I would probably feel more comfortable knowing that I can look at the camera, see exactly where you're at, see what you're doing, Mm -hmm. call you and say, Hey, come into the living room where I can see you. Um, and as opposed to going to like a neighbor's house, but I also, I think it depends on the relationship. I don't know. I don't know anybody here. So I also will state that I think I'm like the unpopular opinion then because I'm the opposite. I don't have any cameras, guys. Like I have, mm-hmm. I have the ring camera that comes with the, the, the doorbell because like it was like super popular. It's like the super old one though. So um, I have that, but I don't have anything in the house and I don't, we don't have anything outside the house. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, like I, I always do like a, a check of the people who I'm going to leave my kid with. So like mm. I have been in the lady's house and I have met her. We have been to the kid's birthday party at the house. Like yeah. it's not some random, like, Hey, Hey, can you watch my child? <laughs> I know I, we've only like said hi at the mailbox, but can you right. watch him? That'd be great. No, it's, it's like someone I know, you yeah. know, she's very friendly anyway. Cause it wasn't, I didn't want it to seem like I'm leaving my kid with a stranger. And no, right. like, no, no it, it's someone we know. And no, yeah, we're just, just anti-social. Over here, right. so we Very have to rely on cameras because we don't have friends. So you know, whatever. It's, it's... Well, I'm a grandma over here. Is like technology. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> that my kids use a, an actual metal key to get in the door. <laughs> no, okay, I, I have yeah. a question for you guys. Yeah. So Michelle kind of touched on it a bit um, in the previous with the previous question, but um. So I feel like there's a fine line between, you know, parenting and like friendship with your kids. Mm-hmm. Where do you guys fall? Like, do you feel like you can be friends with your children and still parent them effectively or no? Mm. Mm. I'm, I'm going to go first. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't feel like I'm qualified to answer this question. Um, How do you think you will be then? How do you think you will be when? I think that based on how on the track we're like <laughs> I'm gonna like my son is my best friend right now 
and we say <laughs> that to each other that we're best friends. Aww. Um, I also feel like my mom is one of my best friends, and I I don't feel like that was because a, a lot of people will say, oh, when you get older or when you have kids, then you form kind of a stronger relationship with your parent. And I don't I feel like she's always been the same level of best mm-hmm. friend material to me. So um, I, I think that you can be both. I think you can be your kid's friend and be their parent. I know that I think older generations think that it's like, nope, I'm not your friend because everybody's probably, well, most people probably have heard that. Like, I'm not your friend. I'm your Are you saying I'm a grandma again? No, I'm not. No, not at all. I'm just saying for me, I feel like, I feel like you can be both. I want to be my kid's friend. I want him to feel confident and comfortable coming to talk to me about any and everything. And I don't think you'll feel that way with, just a parent. I think there has to be some level of friendship in that. So that's just my, I don't know. Cause he's only, you know, he's not even three yet. So I don't know how I'll feel when he's seven and I want to kick him down a flight of stairs. I don't know, <laughs> but I, geez, I feel like I'm getting violent today. This is getting, no, weird. you're good. Don't worry about it. Um, don't have those thoughts, but <laughs> thank you, Michelle. Um, but I do think that there's a, a balance in, in, in the friendship versus parenting thing, but I think they need to know when I'm not your friend when I'm not coming to you as your friend and I'm coming to you as your parent, but I do mm-hmm. think you, you should have both. I, I have both. That's, let me speak for myself. I love our dynamic at this podcast. Cause we all have such different opinions on everything. So mm-hmm. I think I'm, <laughs> I, and it feels weird. Cause like, I'm not used to like being edgy like that, but like, I think I disagree. Like I, I think my role is, and I, if I, you're right, it is kind of old timey, but maybe that's because that's how I was raised myself. Mm-hmm. But I, I, um, I believe that your mom is your mom, your dad is your dad. And while you, I don't like the word friend because I think that puts me in the same category as your buddy who you play video games with. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I, I'm not that I'm your mom, but there has to be a level of trust and comfortability with your, um, child that you Mm -hmm. have. Like my son, my older son and I have a very close bond. Like we're, we're, I would not say friend because that's again, too far, but Cause he knows when I'm going to be disappointed in him and when I'm upset. And he also knows that when he's scared and he has a question, he can, he also comes right to me as well. So mm-hmm. there has to be just a definitive, it's, it's like balancing on that line of friendship and mom, but I definitely lean more towards, I am always your mom. Like if, if I don't know, like I, I've never called either one of my parents, my best friends, mm-hmm. I am but I'm, I have a different dynamic. Like I come from a divorce, a divorce family and there's a lot of like trauma from that. So, mm-hmm. um, my dad and I are super, super close. My mom and I are close, but not as, as close. And, um, but yeah, I don't know. I believe again, that goes back to my, just my parenting style is that I'm the, just, I am your mom. You can come to me and talk to me about whatever you want to talk to me. And there's mm-hmm. a level of trust there. I was like, but in the, at the end of the day, I'm your mom. And my job here is to make sure that you become the most successful, amazing, blossoming young man that you can be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can see that, okay. that perspective from the show. Just yeah, about you. Yeah. Um, my view is more towards how Jasmine feels. Um, actually, when I was younger, I used to lean more towards how Michelle feels like when I was younger with my my first two children um even not even even more so with my first 
than the second, but you know, um, I'm, I, I guess I kind of changed over time, just kind of looking at the relationship with my kids, you know, just thinking like, because I agree, like, yes, I'm always going to be your mom, like period point blank. I'm always going to be your mom, hands down. Number one, that's my job. Number one. But then I started to feel like, well, you, you kind of have to like, you know, have that, you know, that comfort level. You kind of have, have to have that friendship, you know, for them to want to come talk to you, for them to want to, you know, actually be around you. Don't like the word friend, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's what you're hung up on too. Yeah. Because I mean, we're saying the same thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're kind of saying the same thing. It's just, um, I think. I guess it is just the word thing, I guess, because yeah, I, I definitely think you have to be somewhat of a friend for them to want to be honest and talk to you and, you know, confide in you. It was things that they might not want to tell people, you know, even as a parent, it's not definite that your kids are going to come and talk to you, going to mm-hmm. come and want to have those hard conversations. But I guarantee you they'll be having those conversations with their friends. You know what I'm saying? With people that they, they you know, seem to be close with or trust who isn't always just the parent. You know what I'm saying? And so that's where I kind of, you know, lie on that. I just thought of something. Those are amazing mm-hmm. points. And it just popped into my head that I think that this is where my husband and I have a good, like, yin for yang <laughs> Because mm-hmm. he, I am most definitely the authoritative person, the oh, disciplinary, and um, yeah. it's very well known. My husband won't is not afraid to admit it. He doesn't want that role. He he does always back me up whenever I need him, but he's he's very much left me in charge of that, and I'm okay with it because I'm a little bit of a control freak. And um, <laughs> uh, but in the in turn, that makes him more of the friend, the camaraderie, mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. the, the buddy. And which is great because they do need that. You're right. And I, the more I started thinking about it, I was like, my husband's relationship with my kids is very different because they are very much more buddies and have a good time and joke around. And while I can mm-hmm. have that with my kids, I try harder, I guess, to ups, to hold the, the strong parenting role. And that's, yeah. a, I feel like that's okay. I'm not, yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. doubting myself for that. 100%. Like, that's um, so yeah, it's like that's you have a so, balance. It's just different. such an interesting point, Michelle, because I think that's worth notating. I feel like Jesse and I are having to be both, right? Right. So like we yeah. we're having to be both of those roles kind of intertwined in one. Whereas you have that balance with your husband to say, okay, I, you can. It's very much that. good cop, bad cop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am always bad cop. I, it's okay. We've, I don't we've got multiple personalities over here. We're good cop <laughs> right. and bad. <laughs> it's so that, great though, because I will be very harsh to them and they will like get upset with me and go to their room and like, I hate mom or whatever. But then that, you know what they'll do is they get to go to dad. Yeah. And they'll mm-hmm. go to dad and be like, why is mom like this? And then yeah. <laughs> he can, he can explain to them, like, listen, she's just looking out for you or blah, blah, blah. Right. Or he can just be like, I know it sucks. Like, you know, moms are like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I just think of like, when, if you were to take a, a camera and, and record some of the interactions that I have with my son, it is like the most 
psych not psycho that's a, the bad word to use but it's it's like literally i can i will have to discipline him and then it's the i'm sorry and then i have to explain in a very nice way what like listen this is you know you weren't supposed to do that but i still mm-hmm. love you and you're still my friend and you're still my best buddy and then <laughs> like it's it's so weird because it's like night and day but i yeah, go back and forth because mm-hmm. i i i do want to be everything i want to make sure that he understands that like even though i am your mom i still you know you can still come to me and you know what i actually want to read cuz you know i like my definitions right Definition. Time. definitions yeah, yeah I, I feel like i haven't done a definition in merriam webster right i feel like we should highlight that um okay so friend the definition um a person whom one knows and with whom one has a bond of mutual affection this typically exclusive of, of sexual or family relations so X the sexual out because we're talking about our kids, but I was like, uh, or family relations. <laughs> Let's just stick that's, with that. That's weird. That. You can't be like, that's a weird what? exclusion because you can still be friends with family. Just like no, you don't. We were excluding to... sexual. No, I know. I'm saying oh, what do you mean? because of the definition, it's saying typically with people who, you know, aren't your family. That no, is, it's, saying both. it's saying both. Exclusive of sexual or family relations. Both. Oh. So oh. either or. Yeah. So I think that, I mean, that definition, I'm I'm for sure. We're best friends. And he has a shirt that says mom is my bestie. So I feel oh, like I, love that. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I would be jealous if he were best friends with anybody else. So um <laughs> okay. Anything else on that? That was a really oh, I don't know whose question that was. Was that still your question? I feel like that lasted a long time. We were talking for like an hour. Yeah. Um how are any- we doing? Do we want this to be a um two-parter, three-parter? Or are we? <laughs> I'm just looking. I honestly, I feel like I could talk for hours about. I mean, honestly, I, yeah, I think we've kind of just only scratched the surface here. Right. I mean, we can definitely do more. I'm down. Yeah. Um. Okay. I mean, so I can. So I have an ice melter, and we can say, "Hey, guys, <laughs> listeners, viewers, we're gonna give you another part of." our experiences as, as parents. Yeah, guys, listen, there was just, there's so much motherhood and just so little time. So <laughs> it really lasts a lifetime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you guys want to, want to kind of, yeah. I'm sure our listeners got, they've got shit to do. They can't listen to this for two hours. Not, not forever. No, no. Yeah, we, should, we definitely got to split it up for them. Okay. So okay. let's make this at least a two-parter and give them something to look forward to. What, what, yeah. let's let's uh, think of something we're going to tell them next i want to talk oh. about like the emotions of motherhood like how oh that's like, so good up and down like i i hope mm. we can remember to start the episode with that next time but like mm. man, no it goes got, from, like super highs to super lows and everything in between i've, I've got so many emotions i cry at least a like, lot twice a week so um <laughs> And I feel like that's pretty modest, actually. And I've got, I mean, we, we're going to talk about emotions. We're going to talk about mom failures. I think that'll be. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think that'll everything. be good. So definitely tune into the next one because we're, we'll, we'll make this. A, Just a, getting a started. Um, all right. So with that, we'll go into the ice melter. Yeah, sure. Go for it. That? Melt all this right. ice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I figured mm. we could 
give one crazy mom story. Let's. Oh my God. I was thinking that in my head. I was Were like, you? We, should a, we should tell a fun mom story. Yeah. I mean, and, yeah. and I can definitely go first if you guys want me to. Yeah. Cause I need def- a second to think. Okay. okay. Um, all right. Crazy mom story. So when my son, this is crazy. Yeah. Um, when my son was six months old, he was ar- around six months old. Um, we had gotten home and I noticed, I'm like, Ooh, he smells a little, <laughs> a little weird. Um, I think he might've, he might've pooped. So I get home and he's, I get him out of the car seat and his car seat's covered. It's complete blowout. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, shit, like literally, literally, um, <laughs> everywhere. There was diarrhea everywhere. Um, and this is again, he's six months old. I first time mom. So I'm like, fuck. I mean, oh shit. I mean, oh gosh, I'm trying not to cuss and everywhere comes out. Everywhere. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, crap. Okay. Let me go and hose him off in the shower. That's my first thought. So I get him out of the car seat, get all of his clothes off, diaper off, hose, I'm hosing him off. And I come back. Now, mind you guys, I said, I have three dogs. So I come back. Oh, I don't like where this is going. Yeah, no. I come back in the car seat spotless. Oh, God. (laughs) Right. Oh, God. So I look, this is when I, this was the first moment that I knew that my dogs, like my my kids poop. So, and it's continued. Even with potty training, his potty, if I leave it unattended, they will eat everything in it. Okay. Um, Okay. I'm sorry. I got it. it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so yeah so um i'm sure that there's people dogs like shit dogs like to eat shit cat shit that is true each other shit all how of my many dogs. more times can you say shit let's uh, let's count let's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot um a lot of shit so yeah that's my uh crazy i found out my dogs like my son's shit it helped me out a ton honestly i'm not gonna lie i thank them for it because i said that <laughs> I'm so grossed out right now. Easier cleanup than you thought, huh? It, I mean, honestly, I thought it was going to get crazy and it was a little less crazy than I expected. And there you go. Clean car seat, clean baby. Win, win. All right, Jesse, you go next because I'm still thinking. Okay. All right. Um. Well, my story is probably not as funny, Um. but my daughter, my oldest daughter, when she was actually close to around six months or so, um, she would do this thing where she would get very angry and she would hold her breath until she almost passed out. I've heard of this. Like, wait, wait, yes. boss, boss, this is, okay. Anybody who's ever seen Boss Baby, there yes. is a baby. <laughs> yes, there's a baby that does that. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry to interrupt. I just had to throw that out there because that's, Oh, that's amazing. That's her though. That's <laughs> definitely her. It she so would just get upset. What did you do upset. to get her to stop? I mean, there was nothing I could do. I I actually took her to the doctor because I was like, I had no idea what this was. Like her eyes would roll in the back of her head. She would cry and like she would literally just hold her breath until she almost passed out. And the doctors told me like, yes, like some kids do that. You know, it's normal, I guess ish. <laughs> and so I kind of had to deal with it until she stopped doing it. But yeah, she out would of just, my pants. Yes. Yes. <laughs> eyes like literally eyes rolling in the back of her head. I would like, like I'd be like crying this out. kid's mouth over. Like, you're breathing. <laughs> <laughs> Not on my watch, baby. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my so, God. You know. 
I just see Michelle doing CPR. She's I'd be, I would. I'd be like, well, uh, no, you are not dying right now. <laughs> oh man. Um oh my God. like so many stories and no stories all at the same time. Like that's um, how it works, right? <laughs> yeah. Like my brain is like there's so many, it doesn't know what to think. Like, um, I'll go with one of um, I'll do I'm gonna do two, but one of them's really short. Um, but, uh, the longer one is my older son when he was just about five, um, uh, maybe four and a half out of five, I think I was nine months pregnant with his, his brother and we were way, I, with both kids, I waited way too long to do swimming lessons. Way, 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 way too long. I was not the mom who was smart and did the baby ones to help your kids survive. Nope. I was bad mom. And I waited until he was five. I waited even longer for my second one. Um, so He's at, we got, we got him private swimming lessons with an instructor and everything at our community pool. And the, the, again, I told you my son, my older son was afraid of his own shadow for like, he was afraid of everything for so long. So he was like terrified to put his face in the water and, uh, the instructor got him to do it once. And then the next day, you know, he was like, all right, you're going to swim across the pool, but underwater. And he's like, I, I don't want to. And so he swam across the pool top of the water and he's like no you have to go underwater and he's like I'm staying on the edge of the pool and he like clung to the edge of the pool and he's like and she, like, the, the teacher's really nice he's trying he's like oh you know why don't we play a game or just and he's like no I'm staying right here oh, demon child on the end of the pool and um so I, I I can see them struggling as I'm sitting under the umbrella and I go over there and I said I said buddy I was like you gotta listen to the teacher you gotta he wants you to swim underwater I saw you go underwater yesterday he's like I'm not going anywhere and he's like crying like massive <laughs> big crying we're in a community pool by the way so it's like we don't have the pool to ourselves there are yeah. other people around and he and I'm like I'm like fine the lesson is over get out of the pool and he's like no and he's oh my crying and he's like no I'm not I'm staying here and I'm like you're getting out of the pool and he's like no I'm not so you know and you know what my crazy nine months pregnant ass did? I took the kid's arm, I pulled him up, and he goes dead weight. He goes, fine, I'm gonna dead weight. He dead weights himself. And I am and by the way, like where the lessons are versus where we have to exit the pool are on the opposite sides of each other. Naturally. So I take his wrist, dead weight, and I drag my kid, literally drag him. I, I told the teacher I was like, I'll contact you. And I drag him <laughs> behind me as if I'm dragging like my baby blanket while he's while he's screaming, crying. And the people everyone's looking at me and I'm like, hey, hey, don't mind, don't mind me. Just you know. Hormonal pregnant woman with her devil child. And uh, I dragged him his butt oh all God. the way to the car. I shoved him in that car seat and I started running and I screaming. I didn't say anything to him all the way home. And oh my God, home. that's I put him into the I put him into bed geez. in his swimsuit. I didn't care. I was like, and I shut the door. <laughs> I'm done. I feel oh like if goodness. you have not drug drug, is that don't drug Dragged? your kids. <laughs> please, don't drag. please don't drug your kids even drag him i don't know <laughs> right. that was a great idea he didn't get hurt i, I feel like at, at some point like i've had that happen where you just kind of have it's going it's not going to get any better so there's no point in trying to hide it it's happening mm -hmm. and you walk past and usually i feel like in my experience anyway usually most of the people are like oh let me get the door for you oh like like you're struggling yeah. let me help you there's they know the, and they're the rare few that are like 
oh, get it together. And it's like, oh, your kid's not any better, bitch. Whatever. Well, like I live but, in a, a community that's like full of old people. So it's mainly like grandma's looking at me like, oh, and I'm like, hey, <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. I feel like that it yeah. has to happen. It's na- It naturally happens at some point. And usually, mm-hmm. yeah. That that's just one of many stories. <laughs> I've had the swimming lessons thing too. We so. we could tell a lot of stories. Here. We could have a whole episode. A lot of like stories. Kids stories. Yeah, <laughs> right. No, I think mom failure. Oh, we should. That, that should that should be one topic. Kids say the darnest things or do <laughs> the darnest things. You know. Yeah. Oh my god. Kids are the darndest things. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm literally writing notes. You guys say that. Okay. All right. Awesome. Well, that was our ice melter. So, mm-hmm. like I said, we are gonna have a part two to this uh this here motherhood uh podcast because there's so much so much to cover um, so much all right well with that jesse do you want to tell people where they can find us where they can listen and yes. watch us yes they can find us on amazon and samsung wait a minute hold on i messed that up apple <laughs> and samsung podcast yes. <laughs> amazon music iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, and YouTube. Watch us so you can see our beautiful costumes. You, yes, <laughs> please watch the, subscribe to our YouTube, guys, because it, it hits differently it, when you see us. It, it really does, I think. Yes. And then also it helps you understand and get to know each of us individually, too, um, mm-hmm. and see kind of who you can relate to most. And, you know, because we're all so different. And I, that's why this podcast, I think, is so good is because we're so different um and we have different perspectives but sorry i didn't mean to cut you oh no that's fine <laughs> i don't remember she's used to it anyway <laughs> hey, um, you're gonna tell you're gonna tell everyone to like and share and all that right oh uh, yes please remember to like share subscribe and comment on what you'd like to know what, what you'd, you'd like, like to, to know, know. <laughs>